0: Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hey,
1: guys. Hit that subscribe button if you are happy that Ronald Koeman is officially hey. gone, news. Sad to say about a club legend, but boy, what an absolute train wreck today was, right? We have not, Barca, won a competitive game away from home since May 22nd, and we hadn't lost to Rayo Vicano in 19 years, and then we come out there. And I know Pedri and Frankie DeJong are injured. And I know, you know, we're still playing Destas right wing and Araha is injured and, and we have some, you know, Fatih can't play because of his knee. But boy, it was one of the worst displays I've ever seen <laughs> from Barca. And it, it, it was, it, it drove everyone mad, right? I think even though we had set up this, you know, kind of narrative in our minds, and I think this was the popular narrative that, hey, is putting his faith behind Komen because we don't want to pay him the payout money. Uh, and as long as we make Champions League and top four in La Liga and we make it through the group stages of Champions League, we'll be all right. But after today's game, that narrative went and died, it died a cruel death because the way this team is playing is just crazy. And it's not just, uh, it's not just clear that there's no sort of practice for shooting in, in, you know, uh, our team. There's also clearly no uh, offensive at all mindset for how to score a goal. I mean, it was so frustrating watching that whole game and, and the last few games, how we have the ball so much and then we get it around the box and everyone just kinds of run, runs around and like dribbles and then no one's making any sort of runs or making passes. And, Oh, you, you take it over you. So I'm just, it, it was crazy, right? It was, it was, it was beyond belief. It was a disheveled game. There was no
0: cohesion. We've said this time and time again under Komen, it's Coman ball. There's no strategy going into the offense. Uh, our players, you know, we had some substitutes coming in due to all injuries. Like Cotini was in the midfield, for example, and Nico as well. Well, the only highlight of this game, and I truly think the only highlight of this game was Nico's performance mm-hmm. for such a young player in the midfield. I think he did a fantastic job, Certainly. but like, it is uh, just a jumble of players he's in, lost on the, the team use
1: he's <laughs> lost the team right like there there these players can't it like Jordi Alba. I think he's hurt. Otherwise, he just doesn't yep. care. And it just seems like some of the other players don't care. Busquets continues to just be pretty lackluster at times this season. And what you, what the narrative that that I keep thinking about, and we've talked about this so many times, is like we have so many players who, when they play for their national teams, are always posted on ESPN FC, sure. Bleacher Report, Definitely. football about how their Nico's a gem, how Busquets still has it, how Depay is so good, and they come to Barca and they just play like total crap. And <laughs> it's just there's there's. There's been too, too many examples this season for the fact that Komen is the root of all of our issues. And I, I, I wanted to support Komen, right? Like you say, Komen ball is a derogatory way. There was a time during March and April and, and February of this year... Where ball was a good thing, right? Where there was some movement, there was connecting with Messi, and there was winning late games in the Copa del Rey where our team gave a crap and was actually fighting, right? Uh, And and you get to this point, it just seems like he's lost the dressing room. No one cares. And I think part of his post-match comments and part of what he's been saying the last few weeks really digs into it, right? He goes, after their goal, we played a good game. We controlled the opponent and generated many chances, but we did not score. That raises doubts. The result is not fair, but the result is there and we cannot change it. And his comments just seem to never put the blame on himself, right? And I think as we all know, when you want to actually make improvements in life, like the number one thing you have to do is take ownership of your mistakes. And whether it's these comments after this game or it's other comments where he says, I just don't have the squad, right? He said that and then we got Luke Dijon because he wanted him. And Luke Dijon has (laughs) been one of the worst signings I've ever seen in the history of any sporting team ever, (laughs) right? Uh, And so, you know, Coleman just continuously doesn't take blame. And so we have spoken so many times in the last few weeks about the one frustrating thing about Komen is that there doesn't seem to be any sort of level of progression in this team and when you have a coach who just can't take blame there you know there's no way for him to actually look at himself and think hey maybe I'm the problem and so Laporta and the board had to make the decision I'm glad they made it quick today and they finally bit the bullet and paid the money to fire Komen. And, you know, I, one thing people are saying is like, hey, our team is in such bad straits, like I mentioned, that we stand to lose a lot more if we keep Komen and don't make it out the group stages of the Champions League and don't make Champions League next season than we do to pay him the $12 million, even in the financial ruin we're in. And so it's clearly the fans had lost him a long time ago and the board, as much as Laporta and, and the board tried to, you know, keep Coman to not pay and just say, hey... Things will get better. It, this was just the watershed moment. And I think, as Barca fans, we will really remember this Rayo Vallecano game forever because it was just like the, the moment where it was clear, like, oh, our club legend, the man who scored the goal of 92, is just not good enough to be our coach. And now, use, we have the news that Javi is imminent. Doesn't look like he'll be here immediately, but it looks like he will be here. Uh, around the Celta Vigo game on November 6th if everything goes according to plan which as we know as Barca fans it doesn't but I just went through a lot of use let me know your thoughts as we head into talking about Javi what what are your thoughts about Laporta finally making the move um, you know is there any chance you think this was a mistake on the board's part to fire Coman? what do you think?
0: No, I mean, dude, we've been talking about this for such a long time. Komen needed to be sacked, and I think, you know, Messi kind of covered up a lot of the mistakes. And the, the greatest the player the of errors. all time, man. Honestly, when they yes. look
1: back at Messi's career, it shouldn't be, you know, the four Champions Leagues, the eight La Ligas in 11 years. It shouldn't be <laughs> the 90, you know, right. what is it, 92 goals in a season. It shouldn't be the, the best dribbler of all time, best scorer, best passer of all time. What really should be remembered about how Lionel you know, Messi is so good is how he carried the stretch of, like, You know, End of Valverde, Setien, Komen to like compete for titles. Because without him, it is just.
0: And that's that's what we've we've come to figure out. Like well, Barca had problems; that was a hundred percent true. But with Coman coming in last season with Messi, and you know things weren't great. But you saw the end of our run of last mm-hmm. year, and they weren't good. And now we come into this year, we lose Messi, and clearly Laporta is watching all of this. Even though he said, "Hey, Coman, safe. We have his back. We support him." Clearly, the twelve million dollars, even in financial ruin, was not enough to say, "Hey." Uh, we, we should keep him just for financial reasons. Clearly, they weighed their decisions and said, look, I'll pay the $12 million. And on top of that, not winning Champions League or not even get progressing through Champions League loses the, the franchise so, many, so much money, whether it's ticket sales, whether it's uh, TV rights. You 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 know you name it, and then in La Liga finishing, we're ninth on the table. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, gonna, we, we with were like that? counting how
1: many um, games played uh-huh. against Rio in hopes of trying to convince ourselves that we would actually <laughs> win a game. It, it it's sure. tough straights, right? Uh, but yeah. here's here's let me set up this situation as we look into Javi, right? Because sure. I, I know some people are going to think I am somehow negative on Javi. Totally not negative on Javi, and I think he will. He, he has a potential to be a really great and monumental coach in our history. It's just a question of whether now is the right time and under these circumstances, right? Because let me paint the picture. So, a club legend has just left in the summer, and now we are hiring another club legend to take over as coach of a team that has clearly in the recent past shown they have mistakes and they can't really perform well in big games, right? And I'm not talking, use. I am not talking about losing Luis Suarez, club legend and hiring club legend Ronald Komen and the mistakes of, you know, Byron eight two and the seasons previous. I'm talking about Javi right now. Right. And and I built mm-hmm. that up because we're looking at putting Javi into the same situation we put Komen into and, I'm scared for him. I'm scared for him because of how the fans are and because of the perpetual excellence we've had for the last you know, decade and a half. And with expectations so high, and Javi himself, because of how legendary of a player he is for our club, coming in, the expectations are going to be high again. And we, we just talked about this argument where it's like, hey, we would lose more money by missing group stages of champions league and the the champions League next year then the 12 million spent on Komen's uh termination clause but there's no guarantee Xavi will make any of those right like it's Mm -hmm. it's really a big gamble we're putting and I feel like we're putting one of our biggest future chips right I think of uh, Xavi as this like 100 million dollar chip that we can place at some point in the future and placing him now I'm just worried we're doing the same thing we did to Komen I mean,
0: we are definitely we're putting him in the same exact situation. Although the only difference is he doesn't get messy to play with. Um, but you know, look, we have the talent on the pitch. I just don't think Coman was the man to, to to direct and orchestrate our victories on the pitch. And the real, real tragedy of Coman's uh, reign on Barcelona is that he didn't improve the team. And I think mm-hmm. the only difference here is I think Javi will be able to do that because I he has. Maybe more of a modern take on the team, and he's been, you know, he's been
1: uh, well managing El Sad and doing a good job. You're right. One big thing, right, is that like Everton fans told us that Coman was a poo poo manager, right? They told us (laughs) he was really bad, and you know there was that track record of Coman not being a great coach that could have made this a lot more um, predictable than it ended up being. And the only other thing I would say is different about Xavi is that he comes into a group with a lot more young talent, one, and two, with a team that's already gotten rid of Messi. So there's no more of this fruit hanging over Xavi of, like, Messi's career and what his coaching will have ramifications. It's something we've mentioned a lot. But, you know, we, we all are now all chips in on a rebuild. And so I feel like... There's only the, other thing, the way up, right? Whereas when Coman yeah. came in, there was clearly like sure. expectations for Xavi. He's coming into a team that's already out of the La Liga title race. That's already <laughs> sure. has its back up against the wall in the Champions League, and so yeah. I do hope he has only the way up. And then as well, he has Nico. He has Gavi. He has Pedri. He has. You know, Fati back from injury. He has Araujo, Mingueza, right? There are some players in the last two sure. years under Coman. It must be added, last year and a half that that are more developed now and that he can take and, and help mold. What were you gonna say, Yus? But the yeah, the
0: other thing is that Messi or Coman came into it with Messi, right? He he probably strategized his whole plan around Messi then he lost Messi and then I feel like he just didn't know what to do <laughs> and then I mean on top well, of the mean, injuries, he thought of course, that we were gonna get
1: some other players right he thought we had a True. chance to like keep Messi keep Griezmann yeah. I mean there were some legitimate yeah. things that Coman lost that like yeah of course you know if you lost Griezmann and Messi in the season any team would be pretty bad and so mm-hmm. that, but that's my point is that we, we all have the understanding of these huge losses that Coman faced and yet we still didn't cut him any slack and of course we, we shouldn't have because of how bad it ended up being and so I just I hope to see Javi not get fed to the wolves, and I hope us as fans are willing to actually buy into the idea of a rebuild and to understand that Javi uh, will have to improve as a coach and improve the team, right? And I, I think course. one of the interesting things, and it's maybe my last thing I want to talk about here, is like we're gonna really find out with Javi as coach, and we're assuming Javi because all the reports say so, but you know don't hold us to it if it doesn't happen. Um, but like we're gonna really find out who is not at the level to play for our team. And who was not at the level to play for our team because of Coman as coach, right? I think there are some players like Frankie De Jong who you know is at the right level. He just has not been coached well. I think there are some players like Roberto and Piquet and Busquets that we're going to have to see, right? Rashad Rahman will put up here, had a tweet saying, hey, is Xavi going to have the balls to bench Piquet, Busquets, and Roberto, players he know, knows well, respects, and has won titles with, in favor of a team that wins? And so what do you think? Do you think, you know— Javi will have the um, the authority and the feeling to to bench those old guard Barca players, and then two, who are the players you think will will all of a sudden see, hey, that player's not that bad. They were just coached poorly by Coman. Sure, uh, I don't think he's going to be totally liberated to bench uh
0: pk and sergio roberto or excuse me and busquets sergio mm-hmm. roberto he, i think he'll won't have a problem with and there are reports that he may not even resign but um the reason being is because we're still in a difficult situation we still have a lot of injuries Pedri's out uh we do have people like pooch on the bench um but i just don't think he has that
1: um he doesn't have the players to to really make yeah those the big, players big moves yet. yeah
0: so and then on top of that you know arajo's hurt Langlet hasn't had a lot of play time MTT hasn't had a lot of a lot of play time but the one thing I will say is the players that I think will improve are obviously the pl- players that have the work ethic like Frankie De Jong like Pedri who's already done a great job but obviously there's always room for uh, mm-hmm. getting better Fati um, you know you name it Dest but. What I was going to say was that these players are in a situation that they, you know, from certain reports, they said that their uh, training wasn't super intense. And I think Aguero mm-hmm. has said the same thing. Everyone's so been I think that. Yeah. So I think if that situation somehow gets changed and Javi comes in and really like pushes these players to what they're capable of, things will change. But that is totally speculation. That's totally something we have to see. Um, but I just don't think he will be able to really bench those in the situation that there's uh, Busquets
1: and PK in a situation that we're currently standing in. Hmm. Okay. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening. As you can see, I'm in my hotel room on a work trip in (laughs) Las Vegas, actually. So just wanted to say, please hit that subscribe button if you're happy that we've made the change from coming out. And then, you know, let us know in the comments what your thoughts are about all these big news, because we're going to be back this weekend covering the next game, right, Yus? Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. See you, guys.